Hey there everyone, thanks again for tuning in to Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Alright, so today we're going to be talking about Into the Heartless Wood by Joanna Ruth Meyer. This is the second book of hers that I've read and that I've loved. Um, I really do think she is a very talented writer because she creates a very strong atmospheric read and her stories have layers to them. You have to take this story, for example. Um, this story balances out revenge versus forgiveness. It does, it challenges deforestation. It also highlights a toxic relationship between a mother and daughter while highlighting a very um, warm relationship between father and son. So there are a lot of elements to this story. And I feel like this podcast is probably going to be better than my uh, YouTube video and my written review because I've finally, you know, gotten everything out, you know. Um, I really do think that this is a very strong story. It's a, it's a dark fairy tale, basically. It's in a very enchanting fairy tale. It follows Owen and Sarah. In the opening prologue, um, I did read the prologue in my YouTube uh, review because I wanted to highlight just how good of a writer Mayer is. Um, it starts with Saren, but she's not called Saren. She's called Monster. She refers to herself as her mother's youngest monster. And throughout the story, um, and this is another layer to the story, she's constantly telling Owen she doesn't have a soul. She only has a heart. And he challenges that. He's like, how can you say you don't have a soul? He's like, you've done this and this and this. She's done a lot of good. Um, in her life and I think it's very empowering their relationship because he is highlighting the fact that she has a choice and she thinks she's a monster she calls herself repeatedly her mother's monster uh, because she's done a lot of bad in the name of her in the name of her mother now I also fa find this language interesting because she calls herself her mother's youngest monster and her you, you already get the sense that her mother didn't want daughters she wanted slaves she wanted servants she wanted warriors but not daughters and i think it's also important to note that as her mother's youngest dot monster um maybe some of the magic that made her wasn't as strong as with her sisters she doesn't want to take lives she doesn't want to collect souls for her mother she wants more in life and it's a pretty empowering moment when she realizes this isn't what she wants and it's meeting owen that really f finally encourages her to be strong because the first time she saves him she doesn't know why she's just kind of tired of being her mother's monster so it's a really strong story for for Saren, especially when she gets her name because once she gets her name, you know, she's choosing an identity. She's ch embarking on this path to choose her life and her fate. So I think that that story was really well done. I think Saren's story was really well done. And I love how, you know, I think back and I'm like, wow, there are lots of parallels to this story the 
soul eater and um, the tree witch, Saren's mother, they both have souls in the way, but they're all stolen souls, but they still have souls. You know, they have many souls to call their own. But the problem is it has left them unsatisfied. Uh, they want more and more and more because souls equal power. So they want more power and more power and more power. So you're already seeing, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a soul or not. You can have a thousand souls and that still won't make you a good person. Because they're both horrible people. Let me just say that. And then Saren, she doesn't have a soul, but she does a lot. Don't get me wrong, she does a lot of bad in her mother's name. Uh, again, she didn't think she had a choice. She was, in a way, her mother does compel her near the end. She wants to fight her mother constantly for control over her own body, but her mother, you know, forces her to do horrible things. She takes away her choice. And it's not till she meets Owen again that she really finally realizes, no, I have a choice. And it's a very powerful moment for her and for the story. But you're already highlighting, like, she's she's constantly saying she doesn't have a soul. But she does so much good. And I agree with Owen, like, it doesn't matter if you have a soul or not. So I do like this construct. I do like this development of humanity and questioning humanity. And what it means to be alive. What it means to have a soul. It's not... It's your actions, your choices. Those always speak volumes, in my opinion. In real life, too, you know, it's like you can say something, but it's how you act that really shows the world who you are. It's the choices you make that show whether or not you are a good person. And that's what I think is really compelling with the story and why I really fell in love with it. You know, she escapes a toxic relationship with her mother. She runs away. She's looking for herself, Saren. I, I think it's such a powerful journey that she goes on. And, you know, it has, like I said, it already has so many layers to it. You know, it talks about deforestation. They're constantly trying to move in on the forest, and the forest is constantly fighting back. Like, no, you can't have this land. This is my land. Go away. Like, you want my land? You're going to have to fight for it. Um, so I think it's, a really powerful subtext to the story about deforestation. I think the relationship that Owen has with his father, it's such a warm and heartwarming relationship. And I think it's really compelling to see this one, this heartwarming relationship compared to this very cruel, malicious an abusive relationship that Saren has with her mother. But overall, I think I have to say, I, I love this book. Um, I do think it was well written. You know, the ending was just breathtakingly beautiful. It's a very, it's a fairy tale, pretty much. Um, it's a very dark and enchanting fairy tale that goes between these two characters. And I also have to highlight the, um, the writing style <clears throat> when you're reading Owen <clears throat> it sorry part sorry about that um when you're reading Owen's perspective it is 
normal pros. I want to say it's normal pros. <clears throat> but when you're in Saren, it's almost like you're reading lyrics to a song. And I think that that was stylistically um, quite wonderful. It's not verse, you know, it's not like it's, it's, the style is verse. The styling is verse. And I think that goes well with her characterization because she's a tree siren, you know, she sings men to their death. And I think that that's really compelling. I thought it was really interesting to see that a style of writing. I think it does say a lot about the characters as well. So I ultimately, you know, I really did love the story. I'm so glad you, my listeners, my, my readers, I'm so glad you chose this book as January's book of the month because it was captivating. I ultimately loved it. Um, I thought it was engaging from beginning to end. I love the styling, I love the characterization, I love the different layers to the storytelling as well. And I love all the parallels in the storytelling. I th do think that it is uh, a thoughtful, deep read. So I'm going to go ahead and give this book four out of five stars. Can't quite give it the five stars. Don't know why. There is something holding me back. I don't know what it is. Um, but the fact that there is something holding me back it says something. You know, it's, it's not quite a five star book, but it is damn close, let me tell you. So once again, this was Into the Heartless Wood by Joanne Ruth Mayer. Um, highly recommend it. I'm going to go ahead and give it four and a half out of five stars. I recommend purchasing this book from your local bookseller. You can also purchase it from online book retailers, bookshop.org, Barnes & Noble. Please support bookstores and do not purchase the book off of Amazon. They, they don't need the help. <laughs> I think bookstores need the help more than anything right now. Um, and they definitely deserve our support. If money's tight, which I understand a lot of us are still recovering from the pandemic, myself included, um, check out the book from your local library. On that note, I want to do. I do want to um, thank the publisher for gifting me this copy of uh, Into the Heartless One. If they hadn't gifted it to me, I really don't know when I would have had the chance to um, read this book. Because getting to the library is hard for me. But anyway. Um, you know, check out the book from your local library. And if you like the book, please remember to tell the author, express your gratitude, leave a review online. Um, you can leave reviews on Amazon without purchasing off of Amazon. I do it all the time. It definitely highlights your support for the author and purchase the book if you really do love it enough. Purchase the book because that's another way you can support the author, spreading the word and purchasing. And on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me by liking this podcast, sharing it with all your book-loving friends, and um, becoming a supporter on Anchor. There is a link in this description uh, to support me on Anchor. Uh, even just a dollar <laughs> uh, helps me out a lot. I uh, hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.